0: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. <gasps> Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company let's make it fundamental things that we're cleaning up now as we start to click up in the speed of things and the competition of things. Let's not make it mental errors. Let's not make it things that we can control, but just by preparing coaches being on top of things and and, and us doing a great job communicating from the top down. And then in my opinion, it's, it's been what's been really excited about our quarterbacks, especially Kirk. I mean, they control a lot and they're running the show, whether it's tempo, whether it's, You know the situational stuff that we're doing, Uh, and and these guys are thriving. They're doing a great job and continuing to build. But that's a good question, and I like where we're at. Look at that. That is a good question. Good job, Judd. Nice job, Judd. Thank you. What was the specific question?
1: Um, talk about the Vikings. No, it was talk about Kirk. It was first question be, because we're down to a couple OTAs left. And then, of course, the mandatory minicamp next week. And then the program is done until training camp. And my question was about the progress, which we, we will get get into in OTA observations, that the offense is making. Because there is a lot of installation going on. I'm going to tell you right now, just a tease, There is um, there is some interesting stuff to see.
0: I will say there's a lot of unfair videos going around sort of like the NFL OTA landscape exactly. on social media. There's a Deshaun Watson video at practice. There's the, there's, well, there's the Kirk one that you sent over to Dex that's going around ours. And it, 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 it's guys going through the motions of installing playbooks and stuff. And so they'll take a snap, they'll kind of go half speed, then they'll just like dump a pass off to a running back. And people think, oh, they're going, they're lazy. Oh, he's just classic Kirk. He's checking down. No, they're just, they're just, it's just a walkthrough, right? I
1: will calm down. I will defend Kirk big time here. Yes, they are literally installing. In, in fact, a lot of times right now, he is not required to even throw the ball. They're literally running the bullets. through. But, but, and, and in O'Connell's defense, I think this drives coaches crazy, is when schleps like me, slappies Schlepps. like me show right. up and, and send Dex, uh, you know, a two-second or a three-second or a short thing at Kirk, and the fan base is like, see, I knew he sucked. <laughs> like that's and O'Connell to to uh, his defense hates that because it's not really true, but I mean it's still I'm not, not gonna send stuff.
0: No, it's if you need this is this I is mean, a content machine folks around love here. Okay, content. Yeah. So like it's North um, TikTok account's not gonna
1: post things itself. Exactly. Okay. So I'm not gonna stop, but I get why I got, I get why a coach would be annoyed by well Kirk's no good and that's not really not true. I am. We'll the get into G-
0: game Jr. <laughs> oh, speaking we'll, of wrestling, we'll get well. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have time for the, the MJF maybe promo dissection. Feedback I to about tomorrow. Yeah, feedback Friday. Our, okay. It,
1: it's really interesting. Yeah,
0: Dude, it is. It was glorious for all you wrestling fans out there. Legendary promo last not. night on live TV.
1: And I'm not. And I watched the entire thing.
0: It was fascinating. Uh, we're going to get to Judd's OTA observations here in just a moment. But this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's If you ever think we're being too critical or too negative on the show, it's tough love. We reject 500 football. We're sick of nine wins. We just want the Vikings to aspire to win championships. If you could click the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and the like button on this video if you're watching in that spot, Uh, it helps spread the word about this community of awesome Vikings fans that you guys are helping us build here. The show is presented by Surly Brewing Company and TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. Plus, TCL makes more than just TVs; they offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances, and more. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through technology at TCL dot com. All right, let's get to it. Judd's Vikings OTA observations. Let's fire up the music here. Uh, how many observations, and are we counting up or down?
1: Um, we're we're counting down and i'm just looking here one two three four i'd say about five okay it might be six but i'd say five okay i'd say five we're counting down and we're going to start with this injury updates injury updates yes that's right even from otas football's all violent sports and guys can step wrong in potholes or something i don't know um Amir Smith-Marset, who I really believe that the Vikings like, and I believe it's going to get a chance, and has really good speed. Uh, Definitely a guy who's going to compete for a depth-wide receiver spot. Is in a walking boot on his right leg. Hmm. O'Connell confirmed that it is a, not surprisingly... Lower leg injury with a walking boot on, yes, it is Kevin. Um, and it sounds like he is going to be done for the rest of the off season workouts. But remember, the Vikings have their uh three day mini camp next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then that's it until training camp. So it's not like a long time, but he is going to be shut down, so he is out. KJ Osborne, who had, who I believe, the if I'm not mistaken. Winning home run in the Adam Thielen softball game at CHS Field a couple nights ago. Has not participated in practice for the last two times uh, that we have been there, which was a week ago Tuesday and then on Wednesday. Uh, But it sounds like he's probably going to be back for the camp next week. And then the last one, and on the scoop with Doogie, he actually volunteered way more information than O'Connell did. Um, Somewhat surprisingly... Darius Smith was n- not participating in the OTA yesterday, and O'Connell said nothing big. It was a late thing. Uh, he's going to be fine. But Doogie told us that Smith, who of course missed the majority of last year with a back injury, slept wrong. Which to Vikings fans who recall the Neil Hunter yeah. kerfuffle just of a couple of years ago, just a tweaky
0: woke makes up. You just...
1: nervous? I gotta be honest. That one concerns me the most.
0: Yeah, I, I, you, I, know, you I, never know what to believe you too, because these, these teams don't have to put out official injury updates until week one, really until the Wednesday before the week one game. Correct. So, you know, you can glean certain things. If a guy's in a walking boot and you're a reporter, you can see that. Or if a guy's not at team stretching drills or something, but they don't have to get really detailed about what's wrong until the Wednesday before the first game. Something to keep an eye on here. And... You know, we kind of knew Mike Zimmer probably opened his mouth a little bit too much sometimes when it came to injuries. You know, he wouldn't, he wasn't an open book necessarily. We don't know how Kevin O'Connell is going to handle this stuff. Yeah. The fact that he classified Emir Smith Marset as a lower leg injury kind of tells you, okay, maybe he is going to be oddly
1: secretive oh, about yeah, these he will things, be. right? Yes, yes. So, um, observation number two is I believe that the two injuries or. The receivers being slowed might explain, at least in part, not fully, but the decision to sign Albert Wilson, the veteran wide receiver who has played previously uh, with the Chiefs, and then he was with whom? Miami, year? right? The Dolphins last year. So so this allows him now to come in and provide some depth. Interesting also that among the the depth receivers getting work with the first team on Wednesday, BC Johnson, who we talked about a couple days ago, and there's certainly no guarantee that he is going to make the roster after missing all of 2021 with a knee injury. BC Johnson, though, working in with the ones as well. So this is going to provide certainly with uh, Smith Marset being out next week some opportunities that probably probably previously didn't exist for the wide receivers deeper on the depth chart to show their wares to try and make an impression before training camp starts.
0: And then what about any observations on Jalen Naylor, the, the Michigan State receiver they drafted? Is he mixing in at all with like the twos or anything? Or is it just way too early to...
1: Here's my observation on, on the OTAs that we've been allowed to attend, which is three now. It's this. The rookies right now... And I think it's because of the fact that they are literally trying to install things like on the go. Yeah, the, the veterans right need now, the time. Exactly, are not working in, and it's true on both on both both sides. Scene is basically he is he is second team all the time, and so I think what they are doing, and it's probably wise, is doing exactly what you just said, Phil, which is the veterans need to know this a- as much as possible, and the problem with the current format is when you're a new coach like you don't have all of this time it's not like yeah we're gonna start uh and go until July 1st or something right so basically I think this is not going to be the norm for O'Connell's tenure here but I think the norm for this spring is definitely to get the guys who need the work the most for the for the first game the most work possible, yeah. and that and that means your draft class, it's not that they're not going to get a chance, but they definitely aren't being prioritized right now. I get why.
0: So, okay, if, if everyone's healthy here, obviously Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne are your, your top three receivers. Yep. Before I go further on that list, how many receivers do you think they keep? Is it five? Could it be six if... Yeah, this Someone gonna, can return punts or kicks.
1: Yeah, this, he's probably going to er when you guess, on the side of, of keeping six, possibly.
0: So the, the rest of your list is, you got you got your top four, yep. if we assume that Amir Smith-Marset is solidified in there somewhere. That leaves one or two spaces for Albert Wilson, Jalen Naylor, B.C. Johnson, and then I'm going to put the Appalachian State kid on there that I mentioned on yesterday's show, who has by far the most punt return experience of anybody on the team, okay. even though it's all in college, okay. so it's gonna. I think I think BC's probably. It's it's so tough. You know, he was a late round draft pick coming off a knee injury a new regime. I think it's gonna be BC's gonna have to be lights out throughout the off season. And I personally think Albert Wilson is more of just a depth camp signing. I believe I saw that he has a completely non guaranteed deal with no signing bonus. I would agree with you. So if he makes the team, it's like a million dollars for the year. But they they didn't even give him a signing bonus. They just yep. brought him in and. He's hoping to make the team. So and then Naylor might be more of a practice squad guy. We'll see. But uh oh. See what happens. So actually actually if, if they keep six, I think it's probably Naylor and the Appalachian State Kid, and then Wilson and BC are, are gone. But it'll uh-huh. be fun to watch this play out. Am Absolutely. I missing someone on that
1: list? Um hold on a second. I've got I've got the list right here. I've got the wide receivers right here. Chisna, Tristan, Tristan Jackson, Justin Jefferson, B C Johnson, Thomas Hennigan, Myron Mitchell. Oh, Hennigan. Naylor, Osborne, Blake Prohl, oh, Amir Smith, Marset, Adam Thielen, Albert Wilson.
0: Yeah, Hennigan is the Appalachian State kid.
1: So there's twelve. There's twelve now, and I wouldn't be surprised at six. Would, would you?
0: No, especially if Hennigan's returning punts and he's more of a special teams guy. And then you got uh-huh. the other five for depth, and you can mix it. I mean, hell, you're going to go three wide almost every play. <laughs> so yeah. and then right. so if a guy goes down, you just you're going to
1: need more depth. Or or are you? Or are you? That's what I brought up a couple days ago. I think they're going to deploy some personnel much differently than the the Rams did because the Rams didn't prioritize the positions. The Vikings did. And I think O'Connell's going to be smart enough to say, I could throw the whole thing about this thing too. Boys, again, I'll go back to it. It's wrinkles. It's what do you show the Packers because they're going to go watch the Rams. What do you show the Packers that the Rams didn't do? And then the Packers are like... Maybe, m-
0: maybe you're going to steal from the Urban Meyer-Jacksonville playbook last year. You don't know. Yeah, you're, you're, Everyone's looking What's over Tocano's here at the Rams. At bars?
1: Yeah. Trying to meet girls? I mean, he's married with a kid.
0: <laughs> they're, they're, maybe he's stealing from Matt Nagy instead in oh Chicago. Well, you don't know. You don't know what he's going to do. I was, what, you know I was trying to be
1: serious, do. okay? I was trying to bring some football football takes. Don't you <laughs> patronize my football takes.
0: All right, next observation. OTA observation.
1: All right, this is the... Probably, of my observations, the most interesting one, bigger picture. And it's um, from the clip that Declan played to start the show, which which was my question of, how's this going? Like, you're installing a ton here for Kirk, for the entire team. This is not just... uh, Like, they're not just sort of changing things, right? Like, oh, we're changing some words. They are literally installing, which they should be, an entire new scheme. Now, Kirk knows a little bit, uh, but still... To defend him again, I can't believe I'm doing this for the second time in the show, Um, he has not run any form of this really since, what, 2017. So I think what we need to be prepared for is this. With the way the off-season program works and training camp now, which is a whole hell of a lot less on-field work than was previously available, I think the nuts and bolts and the most important pieces of this offense are going to be installed by the Packers game. That being said, I think we need to be prepared for the first portion of the season to be a work in progress to a certain point. And I'm not saying this as, as a critique. I'm saying this as a reality. Yeah. In watching yesterday, like it's just crystal clear that Justin Jefferson, who is a great player, his head is swimming. And it probably should be. Like, they're literally saying, you're Cooper Cup now. So, dude, you're here, you're here, you're here, now you're here. And the whole thing is about confusing the defense. But keep in mind, before you get that down pat, you're confused too. So, I think it's a very interesting and cautionary thing from Sports Dad here to say, don't expect this to be a high-flying circus act in week one. That's probably not fair.
0: But let's also not give a full seasons worth of leeway here just to say well i mean it's a new system that cuz that's, that's kind of what happened yep 2018 Vikings were coming off a 13 and 3 season and they brought in John De Filippo new quarterback all right new system whatever yep. and and the whole excuse was well De Filippo's an idiot and he and he didn't get along with Mike Zimmer and yep. and Kirk Cousins was you yeah, know well, it's you know it takes a while to pick up the system now going into the next year we can work on code words and things like that. well Matt Stafford just went from the Lions to the Rams and won a Super Bowl Right. I hate bringing up Tom Brady and Peyton Manning because but, those guys are legends, but those guys went to different teams. And in some case like in Brady, totally new system that halfway through the season he said, "Okay, we're I'm the leader here. We're yeah. going to mold this." Yeah. You know, and that's that's a question I have is how hands-on is Kirk going to be here in terms of, "All right, these are the things we can definitely install your system, but as the leader of this franchise and as a 10-year NFL veteran,
1: He's not doing that, dude.
0: I'm going to mold this to my liking, right? Or, or or does he just work here?
1: I think he just works here. That and stuff I think it's matters. Molded, but, but I think O'Connell's going to mold this to Kirk. But I guess my point from, from the grand scheme is this. I guess I'm not just talking about Kirk. I'm talking about every skill position player here needs to learn this whole thing. And then watching Jefferson's role is going to be so big, right? Yeah. And, and like, ultimately, it could it should be great. But I I guess in watching him, it's just clear he's trying. And this is why they're not going full speed and like why when you see clips, it's not like, yeah, Kirk's slinging the ball around. They're taking everybody through the plays themselves to get them prepared. So I'm not trying to make an excuse for Kirk Cousins here. What I am saying is I think we need to be prepared for this to really ramp up as the season progresses.
0: Well, I I get your point. I'll add this too. Kirk last week and you asked him the question and maybe he just wanted to give a bad answer because he hates you but you asked him about the new offense and everything and hey what's it like and he said and we've played the clip a million times on the show since then you know it's uh nothing really stands out especially you know most most of these systems are all he kind of said it's it's different language but it's all the same concepts that everyone's trying to do no. so if if i could translate that he's saying you know, people make a big deal out of playbooks and different systems, but it's just, it's different languages and everything, you know, receivers run routes and you figure it out. That's that's kind of what he's saying. Well, if that's his attitude, if his, now Thielen's attitude has been in all of his public comments, woof, this is a Ferrari and I'm just trying to figure out how to reach <laughs> the pedals here. You know, I am. Uh, I'm going home every night and staying up till two in the morning studying my playbook because there's a lot here, and I love it. Yep. It's rejuvenating, is the word he used. But there's a lot here, and Kirk's kind of saying, eh, yeah, it's whatever. Like it's a playbook, and you know, it's it's going to be great. But if that's his attitude, then in week ten, if the offense isn't clicking, you don't get to go back to the card of well, we're installing a new system, and it's a lot, and unless you're blaming your teammates for not picking up the system or something. So I'm just saying, like. Which is it? Is it a complicated system that's innovative yes. and you're trying to install it and everyone's yes. moving? Or, or is it, well, you yeah, know, whatever. It's not that hard to install a new system. Everything's the same except for the language.
1: Kirk hates my guts. Okay. <laughs> no, that no. What what Thielen uh, told McAfee is 1,000% right. This yeah. is a Ferrari. And I'm telling you right now, the main the main cog wears 18. Uh, but this is a Ferrari. This is in no way, shape, or form your Kubiak hey, here's what we like to do. So, uh, yeah, Kirk hates me.
0: We have discovered the Ferrari of getting a sweat on sporting events. It's called Underdog, and the Underdog Fantasy app on your phone. It's the best, easiest way to play fantasy sports. They have two different bins, really. There's the drafts where you can, for an individual game or a season-long uh, situation, you can draft a roster and then sweat players that night or for that season. For the season-long drafts, for the uh, for the football You have, uh, it's great. There's no waivers, no trades, no lineup setting. You draft a roster, and Underdog will take the highest scoring players who are healthy, and those are your starters without you doing anything. Uh, On the the pick'em side, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night by picking overs and unders. It's a blast. It's so easy. Judd can do it. I won uh, last night. You won last night? I won last night. Declan's been, uh, I saw you put a video out on the score on our social account, so you've been having a good time. NBA Finals, PGA, yeah, it's a great time. (laughs) Sign up now with the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and you can help us out by doing that. And Underdog will also double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash, the Underdog Fantasy app. And maybe while you're picking your your favorite players and your overrunners, you can crack a surly. Be a party tonight for uh, NBA Finals.
1: Maybe. No, 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 no maybe you for sure should crack one. And look, here's the thing. Surly Brewing, they got so many good beers right now. We got the summer beers coming out, the lighter stuff, which is still absolutely fantastic. And, of course, for, for the Zolgadian disciples out there, the Furious remains the go-to. Uh, but, yeah, if you're watching sports, if you're watching NBA Finals or, or uh, Stanley Cup um, uh, Conference Finals, there's only one way to watch it, and that is with a surly brewing product available right now at your liquor store. Get down there; the weekend is coming.
0: All right, let's get into the uh, the back half, the home stretch All right, the home of Judd's OTA observations here.
1: The home stretch will start with this one. So I just said, and and I believe it that it's going to take some time for um for complete comfort here, offensively, complete comfort. Okay. I expect Irv Smith to be very good if he can stay healthy. But I'm going to tell you this as an alternative from what these two eyes saw on the field yesterday in the OTA practice. And that's this. Don't laugh because you're going to laugh, but don't laugh. Don't sleep early in the season on Johnny Munt. Tight end from the Rams. Johnny okay. Munt, Johnny okay. Munt. That
0: that worries me.
1: Okay, okay, but here's why. I, I don't want to worry you. I don't want to worry you, and I don't want to say that this is a long-term thing. But let, but let me explain myself very quickly here. Don't sleep on the fact that Johnny Munt knows this scheme, and it's clear inside and out. He is going right now at full speed. Where, where And this is not a criticism. Again, I want to make it very clear. This is not Vikings hating. But it's very clear that there's lots of guys that are like, their head is swimming, they're trying to learn, right? Johnny Munt's learned this whole thing. Johnny so munt has
0: been in the NFL for five years. He's caught ten passes.
1: I know, but what I'm saying is Johnny Munt is a guy that early in the season could give you a few key catches here and there. I'm not saying he's going to become a star. I'm just saying the fact that he knows the system is going, could be an early season asset.
0: Johnny Munt's senior year at Oregon. These are Johnny Munt facts for you here, except they're real.
1: And it's a great name, by the way.
0: Johnny mm-hmm. Munt playing in the Oregon high-octane offensive, right, historically for 25 years, Oregon high-octane yep. passing, yep. right? Yep. His senior season that launched him into the NFL, Yep. he caught 23 passes.
1: Don't, don't he's not a pass. He's not oh, a pass catcher. Yeah, no, no, no. He's not supposed to be. I'm just. Telling he's caught you.
0: 56 passes in his yep. football career, you know, NFL and college you included. You guys
1: send me out to observe. <laughs> Nine me. years. I come, back, I come back with observations, <laughs> and you crap on him. Well, I'm is not, he
0: going to catch passes? Isn't he here to? I'm assuming he's, he's here. He's here part. to block and teach people the system, right?
1: Right, but I'm saying he could. You know, what? <laughs> and chew you bubble gum.
0: You. And ne- he's all you out ne- of bubble gum.
1: You never know in week two who might catch a key pass. I'm not saying he's going to catch a lot. I'm just saying you send me out to observe these things. I'm watching. Johnny he's Mike. Jeff
0: Dugan, pretty much, right? Isn't he? he he's a modern he's day full, Jeff Dugan. Yeah, probably.
1: He's working at full speed though.
0: He sounds like the he rat. Can help out. In, in like an Italian movie, like the guy would sell someone out, Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt. Munt. Did, did you hear what Johnny Munt did? Like it sounds Johnny like he'd Munt. be he would sell like the protagonist <laughs> out to the bad guys or something. Johnny and then he's Munt? gonna get whacked. Yeah, like, I, you know, just, Johnny
1: Utah, let's yeah. not forget that. Great Ohio State quarterback. I'm just telling you right now that I'm seeing him very comfortable. Very we send comfortable. We
0: send Judd out to Vikings practice to empty the notebook. And, and he I brings empty. us Johnny Muntz,
1: and I empty the notebook, and I'm not even done yet. <laughs> I'm not even done yet. All right, so early in the season, if you need a key catch, if you need a guy that knows the exact route progression, Johnny Muntz knows that route
0: progression. Love it, and plus Johnny Muntz got more Super Bowl rings than every Vikings player in the history oh, of Vikings true. football. So
1: that's true. That's true. Hey, but I'm t- uh All right, observation number is this four or five? I, I think, think we're on six, five here. Five. Okay. Um. And getting back to what I said before about the fact that they want the veterans to learn scheme. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the football now. And with uh, Harrison Smith back after being out for, I think, a couple of weeks because his uh, he, he and his wife, I believe, had their first uh, child, uh, the safety situation is this right now, the starting safeties. Harrison Smith, obviously, and Cam Bynum. So Lewis seen at some point in time, in training camp, my guess, is going to get a shot. I still think, al- although I have not seen this a lot, this team is going to use three safeties at times, that there's going to be packages. Um, but Bynum, who stepped in in Baltimore last year when Smith um, came down with COVID, tested positive and couldn't play, and Bynum had a really nice game uh, and showed flashes. Cam Bynum is being given the opportunity right now, most definitely, to try and win the other starting safety job Um Is that going to last? I don't know. But I think it's at least interesting that they are not trying to force feed scene and that they are they clearly saw enough, as a lot of us did on tape, to know that Bynum probably there's more more there than just like a Spielman mistake. Cam Bynum's going to get a chance here of some sort.
0: I'm very curious to see just how how the young players mix in as the offseason progresses. I I don't think you're going to see any of these, like for sure the first – Three rounds of rookies who actually have a chance to to maybe start at some point. My guess is you won't see that until at least a week or two into training camp. Like if Lewis Seen mixes in with the ones, it will not be until the first or second week of training camp. I don't think. Yep. Um, yep. Is there a, is there a doghouse out there, and is Cam Danzler in it or no? Is Cam? Oh in his-
1: no 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 he's starting. Okay. He's he's gonna start. He he is. I'm telling you right now. what I think one of biggest mistakes that the combination of Rick and Mike made was their insistence on sticking with Breland. I don't know what Dantzler did to piss them off and he eventually did get to play, but the insistence that Bashad Breland play above Dantzler, who I think is turning out to be a decent draft pick and could be a good player. Very good. Yep. Was really stubborn and really dumb because Bashad Breland was cooked. He was not good. Yeah, I don't think Dantzler
0: helped himself, because didn't he send some cryptic tweets out at one point? Yeah, he was frustrated.
1: But, I mean, just call him in then and be like, dude, don't do that. But but the fact that he wasn't playing, his approach to handling it was wrong. That being said, I don't think he was wrong to say, this guy's playing in front of me. And that whole thing was weird. Uh, But I definitely think that you're to start the season, unless guys get hurt, your three defensive backs, as far as corners go, are going to be Patrick Peterson, Dantzler, and then uh, the guy that they signed from the Packers,
0: Chandon Sullivan. I can't remember. Put his some name respect for the life of me. on I his keep, name.
1: I keep forgetting his name. It's just an the his name is I'm not old. Mackenzie
0: Alexander. Nope, that's Chandon his name. Sullivan. They should just put start. on the back of his jersey, not Mackenzie Alexander, because yeah, so. literally anyone would have been better. According to Pro Football Focus, the McKenzie Alexander was well, in the slot.
1: Yeah, and he was unbel- unbelievably bad. But, uh, yeah, no, Cam da- Cam Dantzler, if there is a doghouse, is nowhere near the KOC doghouse.
0: Oh. So there they are. Those are Judd's OTA observations here. Johnny Munt.
1: I brought you Johnny Munt observation. No, no one on else A-game. in this town's is going to bring you a Johnny Munt observation.
0: If you come back and say that Johnny Munt is like the secret weapon and the sauce yeah. that's going to be, you know— Driving this meal, then I'm going to be a little nervous because he's caught 56 passes in nine years since his freshman year at Oregon and five years in the NFL. So
1: he can definitely be a conduit, though I think, to helping guys that might be a little bit confused by what the hell is going on offensively. He speaks the language. He speaks the systematic language here.
0: All right, boys. Every Thursday, we also put you guys through the test. It's called Random Viking of the Week here on Purple Daily. And it's presented in part. You might need a little jolt here for this one, Judd, because you've lost two weeks in a row. Maybe some folly coffee can be injected into your veins here.
1: That's a fantastic idea. Unfortunately, I have been drinking folly coffee for the past two weeks when I have fallen to defeat. But that's okay, because the jolt is this. I want to welcome you, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you to the world of subscription coffee. That's exactly right. You know... How often do, do we go and look and our coffee's low and we're like, I got to go to the store. I'm going to have to blah, blah, blah. Pain in well, the ass. H- well, with Folly, the coffee will be, as you run low at your doorstep, a local company with a simple mission of providing you the best coffee available. Named the best Minnesota online coffee retailer by Corporate Vision Magazine. Fully customizable coffee subscription to match how much coffee you drink and the flavors that you enjoy. The most, I'm going to tell you right now, that's good for me because I drink a ton of coffee. Go to follycoffee.com, F-O-L-L-Y coffee.com. Use the code word SCORE, S-K-O-R, at checkout for 10% off your initial order. Again, subscription coffee. So if you love coffee as much as I do and this stuff is delicious, it's at your doorstep, whatever you're running
0: Also, hello to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, where their corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. Those four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all interactions and decision making across the company and outside the company. Federated is all about helping maximize your business through risk management tools and resources, and they believe their value is measured by the success of your business, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company and FederatedInsurance.com, it's our business to protect yours. All right, here's how it works. I give out a series of clues. You guys can shout out guesses whenever you want. You get up to three incorrect guesses, and then you are eliminated. Although I don't think that's ever actually happened in Mm-mm. the 38 random Vikings of the week that we've done. No. Uh, you can ask me questions, and I can refuse to answer them because right. I'm the captain. Yep. I'm the captain now. Judd, you have a 25-13 to 13 lead over Declan, but Declan has a two-game winning streak by correctly guessing Latavius Murray and Marquise Gray yeah. these last two weeks. Judd's previous correct answers were Sage Rosenfel's Archie Manning and Moeldy Moore. This random Viking of the Week originally hails from Aiken, South Carolina. Beautiful town. You been there? No. Okay. Sounds nice.
1: He's just buying time. Don't buy this, this act. He's no Googling. Sandbagging me.
0: This random Viking of the week played college football in the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. Okay. In high school, this random Viking of the week was part of a 4x100 relay team, which won the state title.
1: Can I take a guess? I, I don't know why, but I'd like to take a guess. Wow. Well, it's just one of three if I'm wrong. Is it Jasper Brinkley? Okay.
0: that's. I'm going to make note that that should absolutely be a random Viking the, the Week, South Car- It's a great random Viking the Week. The
1: South Carolina thing. Good guy, too. Jasper is a good guy. Right.
0: I thought you actually thought you were going to go in a different direction there. Me, too.
1: Right.
0: And maybe that was the direction you should have gone in.
1: I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Maybe that's about. your next clue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are talking about, so this is not... Nope. So I was not going in a, a different direction. As long as it's not Marquise Gray, who I completely forgot about and still haven't <laughs> got...
0: All right. In college, this random Viking of the week studied broadcast journalism. Hey. He interned and worked at WKRN Channel 2 in Nashville... And WSMV Channel Four in Nashville. Those are the ABC and NBC affiliates. So, in college, he was a broadcast journalism student his,
1: during his college time. Okay, and
0: he uh, interned at those stations in Nashville. All right. He was a Pro Bowler. This random Viking of the week.
1: Is he a Pro Bowler with the Vikings? Can you answer Ooh, that? That's
0: a great question. Let me let me just verify. I believe so. Hold
1: on. I I just refused to answer it if <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs>
0: No, I'm going to honor this question. I'm joking. Actually, if Judd was asking, I probably wouldn't answer. But since Declan's down 25 to 13, I'm trying to help you. He's
1: got a two-game winning streak. Yes, he's doing great. He
0: was a Pro Bowler with the Vikings. This random Viking of the week. I'm going to give you his NFL coaches here. All right, Vince Tobin, Mike Tice. Dave McGinnis Scott Linehan Jim Hazlitt I'll I'll give you his college too this random Viking of the week played at Vanderbilt which is really bad at football and plays in the most impossible conference I don't know how much longer Vanderbilt can stay in the SEC I don't know why I'm
1: going to guess this and I don't think it is um, but I'm going to throw it out there Corey Chavis Wow!
0: Oh, let's go, oh, Wow! Corey Chavis. Let's go.
1: Nice. Okay, that's two. Daklin Goff, then. dude. Wow.
0: The broadcasting big time. He's a big broadcaster. I was trying to think of like nice well-spoken. He is guys and, so, at, and a four by one would probably be a cornerback, a good... like or yeah. a
1: defensive back, and he's a safety. I you know. Yeah, he's a safety. Yeah.
0: Daklin Goff three-game winning streak in random Viking of the week. So I'll give you some of the other clues that. Right. i think you I think you would have gotten at some point here uh he was one of the lead analysts on the NFL network's first ever coverage of the draft at Radio City Music Hall in two thousand and five right yep, carved out a nice little nice little media career for himself was on this list um and in his his first ever playoff game came against the Dallas Cowboys when he was with the Cardinals in nineteen ninety eight and he notched five tackles and six passes defensed in that game, apparently which is kind of amazing.
1: And then they played the Vikings.
0: And got smoked,
1: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they weren't, that, yeah, they, they weren't competing with that Vikings team. Jake Plummer, I believe. So, yeah, Jake Plummer, Cardinals. Jake there Snake, you go, Declan. Very impressive, Declan. Big a good time, one.
0: dude. Back That's in the W one. column, three straight three weeks. In a row,
1: it, it's very cyclical.
0: Is your confidence shaken right now, Judd?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I Look, every day is a new day. Every Thursday is a new Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no no you got to come back um every day is a new day okay pod the, yeah this defeat no i mean we just we're gonna go i, I am gonna, gonna go back and you know self-evaluate look in the mirror um but yeah i mean you can't we we're gonna be just fine i'll tell you that right
0: now who's we you <laughs> and, and your folly yeah you and your folly cup of no. coffee right there
1: me and my folly cup of coffee and my surly beer and <laughs> and stella yeah like we're a team
0: Amazing. All right. we'll get back to get back to the film room, study what went wrong there. Uh Declan with the win. And those are Judd's nice OTA that. observations. Four question Friday. Johnny Munt. Coming at you tomorrow. It's just gonna be four Johnny Munt related questions. So strap in for that on up. Purple what Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. What more do you want?